I'm Jamie J. Carr. And I'm Richie F. And this is the One Leg, One Eye Podcast. podcast. Yeah. It's not often I've had a, a long black pole poking into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll do a clap. It's been what episode is this? 16. 16? Yeah. Uh, I love how you never forget. I know. Right, do you want to introduce her? <laughs> well, welcome everyone to the <laughs> to episode 16 of the... One leg, one eye podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't introduce our guest. Well, I, I was going to leave that up to you. Just leave him sitting there. Do will, will, I, will I introduce myself? Yeah, go on. No, go no, you better introduce me. <laughs> no, we're totally professional. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what to say about myself. <laughs> I hate when people make you do that, where they're like, tell us uh, about yourself. It's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really, really is. Because A, you've either nothing to say, or if you start. You could be there all day, and you could be sorry. You could be regretting that you asked me in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you tell people like your whole life, what you had for your dinner and all that day. Do you ever do that though? When someone says, "How's your day?" just to wind them up, and you you tell them every specific detail yeah. about your day. I bear off as well. Like I, I'd, I'd start on telling them how I had me dinner, and then it'd end up about the like the stuff that I was doing yesterday in the bedroom. And the, the bedroom, and, and they instantly playing the skin flute, um, <laughs> and 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 they instantly regretted. I actually remind that reminds me of a story, lads. That uh, I remember asking this this fella that I knew. He had a, something wrong with the shoulder, and he was telling me about the operation that he was getting done to his, his shoulder. And you, could, I'd say, you could physically see me just like drain into the distance <laughs> and he was kept he kept going on and on and on and on. eventually then he got me back by saying anyway he said i can really tell you're interested you prick <laughs> and he just walked off and that was it yeah i tend to do that a lot uh with, with you know people you're familiar with when they're talking to you i dr- like i have i've adhd i've only discovered it and uh everyone's saying to me when i tell them they're like Wait, you're only, you you only know that now. We all we always knew that. Day. <laughs> um, but w- when I'm familiar, t- when I'm very familiar with somebody, uh, sometimes I can just I'm just looking at them, but I can't hear a single thing. A hundred percent. But I know when to nod and and like smile it, and. That's a subconscious thing. It's like yes, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll give you a perfect example. Mark Maloney, aka Eddie Durkin from the Hardy Bucks. Um, He's an unbelievable guy. He's unbelievably funny. But when you're trying to concentrate on something, I've I've developed this thing where I just nod and yes and yes, Martin, and just just to get him through. He came he came back from Sweden. There we done a show in Castlebar Friday night, and he was all excited. And we were in a really small green room. And I have this thing where I just chill out for 10, 15 minutes before the show. But that doesn't happen with Martin. So <laughs> I'd say my head was just nodding and I just wasn't trying. I was trying not to listen to him anyway, but we got through it. Yeah. I think I'm a Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't stop. Yeah. So Cowboy from Three Books Left, how are you getting on? Great, great lads. Yeah, all good. All good. It's great it, to be here. Thanks for bringing me along. It, it's fantastic to see what you have done with uh, Three Books Left. I remember going to your first show. Yeah. Um. I don't know how long it was ago, but you came down and you, you, we had, we did some sort of a podcast or something uh, when you was were kind of I think it was the early stages of it and and it's it's grown a lot over the oh, last year. Oh, massive, massively so, Jamie. Um, that was probably two thousand and nineteen. So we're not actually on 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 the road long as three bucks or three bucks left. We tried to shorten it to three bucks, but it's not happening. People just still it. Even oh, myself, okay. even myself, I'll end up saying three bucks left. Mm. But so we're just going to leave it at three bucks left. Um, it's 2019, and then of course we had two years of COVID. But I actually think, for the pages and for a lot of my videos, it it worked in in that favor because it gave me so much ammunition to rant about and make fun of, and it actually was brilliant for the for the pages. And now we're back doing live shows, and uh, we're bigger bigger than we ever were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was it was it difficult to? Um you know, obviously make that shift from being on TV and stuff and uh, to turn it into a, a live show and then also to shift it from one one element, like which I know a few years have gone in different directions with it, 
uh, to, to social media then as well Do you know the, the way you're utilising the videos and promoting stuff that way for uh, me actually surprisingly no and I was I was like a satellite character uh, of the Hardy Bucks but I got to watch all the lads doing it I got to see what was what was working and what wasn't working and then I just took the time went back kept doing videos kept sort of crafting the videos and building the pages up and now i from the other lads i suppose i learned as well um with the hardy bucks it was just your when you're surrounded by con continuously by hilarious and very very quick and intelligent smart guys you you either learn from them or you go home one or the other so i learned from them and brought french toast along with salmon although salmon isn't much in it since uh he went to a better place the poor man um uh, he's not dead or anything he just got married <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is worse <laughs> but Richie um, knows all about that don't oh you? very don't good talk to me about <laughs> what's his name <laughs> john richie, richie would you do us a favor and just turn the audio levels down a touch for the middle one there yeah, yeah. uh just because i think it's it's gonna peak in the edit um Badly, but yeah, your, your videos as well now, where where you're you're sitting in a car or you're you're in a garden or yeah. wherever you are, yeah, have uh, really took off. They did, they did, um, and I feel like, you know, some people might think you're just you just turn on the camera and record, but I feel like there's a lot more that goes into those clips than is revealed, and you don't have to reveal. Oh, hundred percent. Every every one of them is different. I'd love to do a like watch along and explain what went into that video and some of them some of them are just off the cuff i could think of something in my head pull the car over and go with it because i know i might forget others i might write a little script and work around it and then some of them might take one take some of them i might do five or six times and still go back to the first one because it was the best yeah. sometimes off the cuff and on the spot can work beautifully other times you have to craft it uh, other times I might do the video I've made I dropped in this wink at the end of a lot of my videos and I might nail the video might nail the introduction might nail the content might nail the jokes and then at the end I just don't nail the blink yeah. so it's, it's it's sort of wasted so I'll go back and do it again until I get it like that again love the ones with the old sticks yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was an, that was another thing there's a couple of beauties with the with the bramble wire or um dried bramble wire and it lo just looks brilliant um again it's for something different to, to visualize and to, to talk about and uh, some of them ones have been turned out some of the best yeah i think people are waiting on the wink aren't they yeah I, I certainly am when i watch i can't i'm just I, now i can't wait for the wink i don't have i done a few videos and deliberately left out the wink just that to see still a little bit higher, yeah on the middle one it won't fit it won't subside for me. Will it not? Uh, it could be fine. It, 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 we, we tested it already, so yeah, I just want to make sure. Yeah, no problem. Because um, I'd rather interrupt it than, you know, get to the end of the podcast and it's 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 gone. Exactly, <laughs> There's exactly. nothing there. It's happened many times. Is the bottom one gone as well, Richie? Um, it's still a little bit low. That's the one that we switched mine with yours. There's nothing appearing there at all, is there? Um, just, just chat away there. For yo, 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 yo. Is it popping up at all? Because I can't see that side of it. Yeah, it is. All oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Now night arrives in her purple legions. Retire to your tents and to your dreams. For tomorrow I enter the town on my birth. I want to be ready. We'll leave this in just to show people how uh, podcasts really work and, yeah. and what happens that you don't see sometimes. Um, I think we only talked about this last week, didn't we? Yeah, you only, uh, you only mentioned some things about this last week. Sometimes so. the magic happens in them brief moments. I think it's it's a magic is still happening, but yeah, yes, I, I love them videos though. Yeah, I think there's yeah. something there's something authentically Irish about them videos as well. Like, you know, I, I think I I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people watching it are outside of Ireland as well that watch. Oh, a hundred percent, especially English speaking. Um, countries america australia canada and the uk obviously um but as i was saying about the wink i actually deliberately left out the wink a couple of times to mm. see 
but everyone was like where's the wink where's the wink <laughs> but again it's it's great it's great for it's great for the algorithms of the page because <laughs> if people are commenting that it sends the video um, much more but so i learned not to leave out the wink that's brilliant you, sh- you should do like an hour long one where you don't blink till <laughs> 59 minutes but but you, you, the problem with the wink is now um people expect it on the live shows right mm. are they expected in pictures it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> fucking work <laughs> on a picture because <laughs> a blink is a split second and you, what what happens is if you have to try and maintain the wink your other your other eye gets lazy and it starts to close as well so you end up like you end up with two closed eyes for the for the picture i know all about the lazy eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as soon as i said that i was like oh shit <laughs> i think we're being um there we go didn't need them anyway i think we're being um, disrespectful by calling it a wink though it's almost like a you caress your eye in a in a beautiful majestic <laughs> way it is and, and it, it, it'll probably match the video the, the way the way i work it is if I've said something really, really naughty, or I shouldn't have said, and I know that I've pushed the boat out a little bit, what I'll do is this really, I think to, your, to yourself, this is the way I was trying to explain it to Fred Cook when he was trying to learn how to do the wink. <laughs> <laughs> think, think of something that you've done in your life, naughty, naughty, naughty thing that you've done in your life and got away with it. <laughs> and then... And then just do the wink and it just works. It's just like a really subtle, naughty wink. Yeah, it, no, it I, just works. I love it. So how, how are the live shows going? Um, I know you have a big one on tonight, actually. And when, yeah. when this comes out, it'll be over and stuff. Um, but people can catch it again, I'm sure. Um, check out the page. But h- how are the, the live shows the lives, going? I live for the lives. I love the lives. And they're getting bigger crowds and better crowds and better venues. And now we're branching up into the UK in the grand social tonight it's as a three bucks left live show it's our biggest audience so far even though we might even only be a couple of weeks in Donegal is a even bigger venue again but as of now this is going to be our biggest show as three bucks obviously we've done done stuff with the hardy bucks and Owen Colligan we were in venues like we were in Vicar Street so mm. uh, that'll tell you how big that went and with Owen Colligan as well. But as a three bucks, it's just getting bigger and bigger. And I live for it. There's a load of energy to it. We've we've twitched it around until we get it right. And we'll keep twitching it around and keep improving it. And that's the beauty of it. Especially when you're with the likes of French Toast, a.k.a. Peter Cassidy. Yeah. He brings another energetic dimension to it. And you don't you just don't know what he's going to do. In fact, there's a there's a brilliant intersection in the live show that I'm not going to tell you you're going to have to come to it that just came out of the blue um, it is it is just a showstopper near at the beginning of the show <laughs> and, um, and that was born out of complete plate just improv and we just said it was so good that we have to keep it in so you're just going to have to get to a show to come and come and see 100%, that 100% 100% how, how would you describe a, a, a three books show in a little mon- like in a in a, in a bite if if I was describe it, it's like it's a show for all the senses, and it really is. At there's there's times when we have you up doing exercise. <laughs> there's times when you will literally just just belly out laugh, and then there's times that you'll be just left shocked. You, you just don't know where to put yourself, and it's all it's an eclectic mix of comedy and energy. Love it, man. Actually, Love that's it. that's. I'm going to use that in the bio. There you <laughs> go. Eclectic mix of comedy and energy. We'll, we'll send you a clip of that if the audio is working. Is it all right, Richie? Because he keep, I, I keeps seeing so. you looking think, at it. I, I don't think it's it's uh, tracking. But um, okay. just a quick question for you. We can cut uh, that part out. How much how much improv do you use? Like, do you want, on, hold on, on Richie. The do, do you want to start that p- question again just because I was talking over you? All right. Hold on, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you sure now? Because it, it feels... It <laughs> We can cut these little interludes out. No problem at all. It doesn't. What do you mean tracking? It's uh, it's not like moving along with it. 
I don't. I don't get you. What do you mean? It's not moving along with it. What? what? The audio, it, like the, like the heartbeat it thing. It, it wasn't moving along with it, so you couldn't see how how loud mm. this was being. I get with you. It. All done now. So, um, again, at at the at the live shows, um, how much of it, uh, like, would you reckon is improv, or do you use a lot of that to cut in if someone is, you know, dragging their heels a little bit? <laughs> the thing is, we usually have a, a man called Terry Not. A beautiful human being, uh, Terry Norman, that opens up for us, and we have a, we have like a relationship with him, not a sexual one. <laughs> so we sort of know, know, we know what we're doing, um, and sometimes it's hard, especially when you're doing two or three shows in a row. It's hard to get that energy up, but we will work at each other. If one is dropping along, we'll we'll bring the other one along, and we're never going to say, "Listen, you fucked up there," you know, because we know that it's we're only one show away from fucking up yourself if if that makes sense so you have to you're only as good as your last show and you put that energy in um and as for improv we have it's probably 75 percent uh, a plan and then 25 percent improv because every crowd is different you're always going to get people shouting up at you and then the thing is to try and relay a quick a quick quip back to them and sometimes they're the best bits of the show mm. there's been some brilliant um interfaces with with uh, people in the crowd that just unbelievable work and sometimes you get you get to do that um interaction with them then sometimes it's strange doors sometimes it might be terry and then you're in the back and you're thinking fuck that's brilliant you know i wish i could have thought of that that quickly but the thing is for that for that to happen you have to be quick you, you, if you do it five seconds too late, the joke is gone. Mm. It has to be there and then you have to be sharp. Um, for example, we done three shows uh, last weekend. We were in Casabar, we were in Tullamore, and we were in Limerick. And by the time we got to Limerick, the show was tight, but the brain was dull, if that makes sense. So the, if the show had just ran as it was, and we give it our loads of energy and exactly how we wrote it or how we planned it, it was perfect but for me I was dull so there was a lot of interaction with the crowd it worked everyone loved it I couldn't believe it I was like I was a bit off the pace there or maybe just the form that you're in as well I was a bit off the pace mm. there but everyone loved it but I know that if, if my brain was sharper because if it was the first night that would have been that would have been better or it would have been quicker and better at that but that's just the way it goes everyone went home happy I went home happy the boys went home happy and that's all you can do you can't beat yourself up too much either if there is a bad show because there's always a show that you can improve on, on the next time. Do you party much when you're doing it? Is yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that we need to work on, as in not do it as much, because uh, we, uh, we there was times when you do the show and one of us wouldn't wouldn't drink and then we drive home or whatever. Now it's became a thing that it's like an after party show and it's part of it's became it's became part of the sh of the show itself people hang around <laughs> just to come to the after party which uh, some of them have been crazy 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 and which is terrible for me and me and french Josh, or me and pete because suffer don't suffer physically from hangovers don't get headaches from hangovers but the blues the blues guys is just it's really, really hard. I'd rather a hangover than than that any day, yeah. any day of the week. I think that's from from stuff I've done. That's like really big or like that you're looking forward to for a while. Yeah, I think even without the drink, that happens. You know, like if if I've like I had a big live stream that I organised with a friend of mine, uh, two two or three weeks ago, or two weeks ago, or was it even a week ago? I don't know, a while ago, uh, and. I, I always know there's going to be a low the next yeah. few days after it. Yeah. Now, I'm the same as, as yourself. Like, I think a lot of us Irish people do that. It's like we, we're, we, we have our big night and then afterwards we're like, right, I deserve this, these fucking 22 points tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. What a, what a, what yeah. a, what a, you know, I've put a lot of work into this and we, and we do that. 
Um, but I think even irregardless of the points, there's always that low point then afterwards because it says it's like going up the roller coaster. You know, you're at the top, you have it's to fucking come brilliant. You go down, but then you get off and you're like, yeah, it's, an, well, it's I mean, like to, that to start again now. That adrenaline jump just it's it's just depleted. It's gone, and you're left shit. You know, it's gone now. It's finished. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. that's why I probably booked so many shows just to bring myself back up uh, that energy again but you're 100% right any of the challenges we've done it was the exact same thing the running from Dublin to Mayo the running the Mayo coastline any of the smaller challenges that we've done the marathons from Ackle to Westport it was the build up to it the anticipation and, and anticipation is one of the best feelings yes you know it, it really is anticipation of an event sometimes is better than the event event itself and certainly the come down afterwards um but when you finish a challenge like running from dublin to mayo you wake up the next morning and yes there's a you feel accomplished and you feel that you've done this great thing and especially if it's for charity but by by the end of the day you're left shit i've nothing to look forward to anticipate wait for train for and it does take you them a couple of days to to recover and then bring yourself back to want to do another one, if that makes I think, sense. Uh, the exhaustion of the mind as well, like the endorphins that's running through you on the build up to it, as you, as you were both saying, um, it's it's all making your body walk, making your mind walk, and I just I I think it does it, it just it gives you a kick in the in the arse the next couple of days because it's it's just being so high, um, and then. Your mind is, 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 it's not even resetting. It's thinking, right, what, like, what's next? Like, you're, you're constantly, you Con- have something on your mind. Like, constantly, what's next? constantly. And that is it. It's the busyness of the mind. And you have been planning this as well. And you're 100% right. Your mind has been mentally so busy, like a duck. Like, might be all right on, 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 mm. on above the water, but it's padding like hell underneath the water. And you're going a, a million miles an hour. And then suddenly, it sort of stops and you don't have that so then you have to you have to fill that with other thoughts and then you're left to your mind and sometimes the worst thing you can do is to be left <laughs> to your own to your own mind <laughs> that's fucking true and as, as jamie was saying there as well there's, there's a lot that goes into behind the scenes to to set something up and that's like i'd say when you're having an off day because i i've I, I have one too many off days and I'd say Jamie would agree as well. He he'd had some, but um, yeah, yeah. it's when the camera is rolling and the mic is rolling, and then you just you put that smile on. You ha- you have to g- get the energy up and continue on. I don't think people quite know all the ins and outs of that, like or, or even think about that because if you're having an off day and someone comes up to you going, "Here, Elwick, give us a photo with you," and you're like, uh, uh, "Yeah, go ahead." Like, you hit the, you've hit the nail on the, on the head. It's like you're always switched on. Yes, I, yeah. I I had a I had a, um, an aunt coming home from from Boston and um, she's great crack, and she's she's mighty in, mighty energy to her. And we went out for dinner, uh, family do, and the amount of people that were coming up taking pictures. And she said she she knew it straight away. It's like she was looking from the outside in. She said you always have to be switched on, you always have to be switched on because you know you know if if you're not switched on and you're a grumpy bollocks. It wouldn't be long until you get that rump- reputation to, for being a grumpy bollocks. And it all makes a difference. I, I, I'd, I'd love to do it genuinely. And I do do it genuinely. I try and be as approachable as possible. I never stop anyone from taking a picture or anything like that. And sometimes I love the attention. But then you're right. If you are down, it's awful hard. It's awful hard to get that energy and to put on that smile. And it's one of the hardest things to do is to put on a smile. When you're not when you're not really smiling, yeah. um, but and it's not that you're not being genuine. You're not being genuine. It's just it do, it's mentally sapping sometimes um, to get up that energy to be always switched on. But you try and do it because you don't want to be a bollocks, <laughs> you know. And it's like it's like as well like if you're known as 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 the funny one or, or, yeah. or, or that type of character that brings the crack. Um, yeah. You know, if you're going to a friend's do or you're mm-hmm. going to the family dinner or, or this or that, 
you you want to live up to those ex- expectations in a way because you know you people are like oh you know he's coming to, he's coming to the party tonight it's gonna be great you know yeah uh, and, and you want to fulfill that and you want to bring people happiness and joy and a smile and, and a laugh and, that, and that's one of the best things about this is that you know yeah. that you're making making people happy but it's to f- it's to fine tune you so that you peak for them events or peak at the live shows it's to have that energy but yet have that extra energy for them occasions uh, especially the live shows because you you know that they're there to see you all eyes are on you or the boys for them for them two hours so you ha- you know that you have to anything that any problems that you have outside of that venue or that show you have to leave them at the door it's a bit like when i started working for aldi a few years ago when things started to go quiet with the the building trade because it was a blaster um it didn't matter what was happening outside the shop you had to leave and be at your 100 percent as soon as you went through that sliding door simple as that so and that was a great thing about aldi actually (laughs) and i probably you probably didn't think that i'd be talking about aldi (laughs) But it gave me, um, it disciplined me in that in that respect, and it gave me that sort of discipline to plan out things and pull yourself together when you need to. So, yeah. Fair play, Aldi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might give us an L voucher. Will they? You never know. <laughs> They're as tight as two coats of paint when it comes to that sort of thing. So is there uh, any uh, funny moments that that people don't see on stage, or any uh, embarrassing stories, or something that sticks out in your head since you you started these live shows with the with the with the lads? There, there, there's been like sometimes the, the pre-show antics is just is just as funny as the show itself. I remember our first show back. <laughs> there was actually another one's popped into my head. Our first show back of for one of the tours. We were we were going to Athlone and myself and Pete are notoriously late for everything. And we were so happy. We were so happy that we were on time. Like we were really chuffed. And next thing whatever we were just about to come into Athlone or very close to Athlone. And whatever Pete said to me, I rem- then I remembered the gear. Oh no. <laughs> I remembered the fucking gear. And I was like he said, what? What you forget? And I said, everything. <laughs> I said, I, I, cleaned out, I cleaned out the car a couple of days ago <laughs> and I left everything behind. <laughs> I said, I forgot to fucking put it back into the boot. <laughs> so we, I literally done a U-turn. He said, what will we do? I said, we're... <laughs> I said, I don't know what to do. Um, by the time we get back and back again it's going to be past the time the show was meant to start. So what I had to do was, I'd done a, he said, go back. He says, what's the point in doing the show if we've no fucking gear? Um, so, so we went, we turned, we'd done a U-turn. I got my sister to grab the gear and meet us, but we oh nearly got home. Lord. By the time she'd grabbed all the gear and into her car, we'd nearly got back. Um, and she met us and we got, we got back up to Athlone. The show was meant to be starting at eight o'clock. Now I know you're left with a bit of grace, especially in an Irish show because, Irish people are always late for the shows, for live shows. <laughs> Simple as that. But we got in at seven minutes past eight. We landed at the venue. We walked past the full crowd. It was a full show, sold out. And we had our, sh- like, spar bags and dunch doors bags with all our gear in. <laughs> like, so we made a joke of it and we, we put people off for about 20 minutes until we gathered ourselves. But it was a brilliant show. Lucky enough, that was the first of two sold out shows in the same venue same weekend Friday and Saturday night so we blew it out of the water both times so that was that was one particular incident and then there was we were again at start of our new tour we were in Newbridge in Kildare yeah Newbridge yeah we'd, we'd, we'd got up again we were even earlier we were like and Mikey Salmon was with us this particular time um, we got to the show and we were like four or five hours to spare. We were going to like really chill out. This is what we always planned to chill out, you know, walk around the town, chill out and see what the crack is. Landed to the, to the gig. I was bursting for the loo or to the hotel we were staying in, bursting for the loo. I threw the keys at, at Pete and I went to walk away and he said, 
He said, hold on. He said, you can't be that person. He said, I'll go in with you. He said, just wait, give me a second. So, and when we got out then, it was a completely different day to the West and we had jackets on us. Pete got out, put the keys in his jacket and then by the time he was walking across the car, he said, fuck it. He said, I don't need the jacket. He, threw, he The door was open. He threw the jacket into the door and banged the door. And I said, um, I said, grand. And next thing, Mikey said, oh, hold on. He says, I need something from the car before we go in. <laughs> Went to open the car door. <laughs> Lock- N- locked in. Oh. Locked in. I couldn't fucking believe it. Um, and all the gear was in the car. Like, again, all the gear <laughs> for the show was in the car. <laughs> and we, we couldn't get in. I wanted to smash the window. I ran in, had a piss, <laughs> came back out. I wanted to smash the window. Pete, Pete was said, no, 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 we'll try. And, and there we were. With uh, with um, clothes hangers that we got from the hotel, <laughs> trying to get in to yeah. to try and but apparently the newer cars you don't you can even if even if you done that it doesn't matter even if you hit the button it it dis- disables it and you actually need the key you cannot do open it like you used to so we had to ring lock doctor and he came and in fairness to him he was going to charge us I think it was. 200 euro but when you seen who it was he charged us 100 euro fair play to him shout out to lock doctor and eventually just in the nick of time we're not we're not destined to be set up for a show in time it's as simple it's as simple and i knew then that i just give up so no matter how late we are it's just we're just going to bounce with it it's just that you just keep forgetting that gear or locking it in places <laughs> what what gear do you bring that could be just an Irish thing, could it? Because we're the same. It's an Irish thing. No matter how much time you have, an Irish man will have, he'll still be late. He'll fi- you know, just leave it to the last. We yeah. procrastinate <laughs> something. Shock. We procrastinate so much. But on a different note about live shows, I remember going to a live show with Martin Maloney. And Martin one day could be military in his, in his thinking and his precision and his organisation. The next day, he's just... All over the shop. Well, this was all over the shop one 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 days. So we were in Galway, and Martin hadn't promoted the show. That that's just another thing I want to say about the live show. No matter how big you are, every show needs promoting. Every show. So that's why you'll see on on the pages on the three box pages that I'm always pushing a show or always do a quick video on the stories or whatever, because people need rem- reminding. They say that a person. For them to buy a ticket, the average is to see that it's on seven times. Wow. Yeah. It's the same with a, a charity event online. They say that the average for people to actually put their money into the charity or buy the ticket, that they have to see it seven times. So it needs a lot of work. There's an awful lot of work that goes into the actually selling the tickets. No point in doing a brilliant show if there's no one there. But anyway, Martin, Martin hadn't promoted it. And I think there was only like... 18 tickets sold for the Roaching Dove which is a big venue 18 people in the Roaching Dove it's a waste of time so he decided an hour before the show that we go up Shop Street and, and try and get people to come to the show <laughs> but, I love him for that but, though but, but Martin Martin forgets that people have plans <laughs> you know it's, we're not we're not 16, 17, 18, 19 anymore when we can drop drop it at a, you know at the hat <laughs> and 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 head off somewhere else people have plans people need to know what's going on it's very few people that will do that these days people have busy schedules so that was never going to work but he in fairness to him he he never gives up and next thing the show is meant to be on at eight o'clock it's it's 10 minutes past eight martin goes and orders a pint in Nocton's in like three streets away <laughs> and I was like Martin you know I'm going down to the show because I was opening up <laughs> so I opened up the show not knowing if Martin was even going to bother turning up for it <laughs> but eventually about 35 people came to it and I'd say about five minutes from my end of my set Martin docks in and he just walks on stage but that's Martin for you you know that's just the brilliance of him and he can do that uh, whereas I can't like I'd have to be really sharp and on top of my game to go up on stage without anything planned. Martin can do that. Nothing, nothing, nothing rehearsed. Nothing, and he just, uh, he'll just roll. He'll just roll. Nothing rehearsed. Martin, some Martin's best shows. Now, sometimes it doesn't work, you know, and you'll know it doesn't work. 
Um, but Martin can potentially do that and, and bang out unbelievable stuff, whereas I need some sort of structure to it. I know it's a, the whole show is madness, but there's some sort of structure, like organized confusion. But Martin can actually do that without having anything prepared. I think I think he is one of the most underrated comedic geniuses. Yes, he's a comedic genius. Um, on the Irish scene ever. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know things have quietened down a little bit from recently um, since th- is, he's, is he living over in... In, in, in Stockholm. Yeah, in Stockholm, yeah. yeah. But now he's home. He's home for these couple of weeks and he will be home and we're planning a show. Just to, he's, We're going joining up with, with Martin and Three Bucks and uh, we'll plan something and you can be guaranteed it'll be spectacular. But it definitely slowed down from Stockholm is not... is not where a genius like that should be mm. uh, I love Stockholm but it it's not that there, it's a drier sort of environment it's a drier city whereas the Irish English Scottish and there's some beautiful other cities in, in Europe that are just mad for the crack and conducive to our humour yeah. and in my opinion Irish and e- English humour is the best yeah. in the world some of the like some of the comedy shows that have came out of both both countries have just been phenomenal. No, I would agree. And he he's just he's just so um naturally funny as well. Yeah. Like I do watch his uh, he does do live streams yeah. on YouTube and he's just talking away for two hours. Yeah. But American Martin can do that because yeah. he, he does suffer from ADHD um which is part of his genius and also his downfall as well. So that that's that's Martin for you. Um like he's just <laughs> He is just a genius and and a great friend as well. It's just um, he's always running on high, but then he can crash, you know. And I've seen the not happy Martin as well. Uh, I know that Sweden probably isn't the best place from for his creativity wise. So uh, his kids over there as well. So he's always going to be between Ireland and Sweden. Mm. Plus, he was a big. Um, he wouldn't take the vaccine, so that's why he wasn't home for two and a half years. He was mm-hmm. very stubborn about that, and you have to admire that too. And he stuck to his guns. Um, as for the for the jab, it was completely everyone's choice. Um, if you needed to get around, you needed it. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how much we didn't want to do it, it had to be done. If if you were going to get get in, in yeah, there was no place. choice. It was either yeah. you, you get it or you stay here. Basically, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, so it's as simple as that. There was no no way around it, so um, like I would rather just get it over and done with, and be able to do what I was was able to do from from before uh, two thousand and nineteen or two thousand and twenty. So I, I was, was the that. same. I was the same. I d- I didn't want it, but I'd rather me get it than me kids get it. Uh, get yeah. the jab, and yeah. I was all like all against me kids getting the jab. I didn't mind getting it. Um, I got the. Got the first one, and then the the top up, and then not after that. Yes, exactly, like exactly the same. Did I even? No, I don't even think I got the, the the booster. I just took the two, because the problem the problem was, they done it completely arseways. They they were they brought the booster out, right, mm. and then they took away any of the liberties that you'd get if you got the you know then they brought the restrictions back in again. So it didn't really give any incentive to get the booster because it didn't matter whether you, ha- you had the booster or not. You could still only do what everyone else was doing anyway, whether you got the jab or not. So it made no fucking sense. Um, I often say that the the restrictions and the regulations that the government came up with didn't make any sense. They were about as useful as a chocolate blood plug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right in theory, but com- you know, try using it to sicken your hole. A lot of it, a lot of it was senseless you know senseless, a lot yeah. of it was just like wow every day there was a new meeting and there was different things yeah. they were doing and they were trying to juggle it but you know and they were so contradictory yeah I mean, one person would come out and say one thing another person would come out and completely yeah. completely contradicted so what you need is a strong voice and if you say something in a strong passionate voice and a and a, and a solid voice that everyone is singing off the same hymn ship sheet people will get behind it but everyone was getting mixed mixed signals, 
So it was like you didn't know where you stood. And it, then that brought in this, like, do they know what they're doing at all? So why should we now follow someone that hasn't a clue what they're doing? And it was obvious they didn't know what they were doing. There was no real leadership at all. And, and there was this thing of, like, we almost became children in a way at one point where it was like, no, no, three weeks now. Yeah. Three weeks. And right. uh, after these three weeks, you can all do whatever the fuck you want. Just give yeah. us these three weeks and then we're yeah. going. And then we knew at the end of the three weeks, it was, you know, else. two more weeks, two more weeks. And then I get to two more weeks and then I go, oh, really sorry, but it's actually three more months. <laughs> and then it's, it's, it's. But you, exactly. And and you could tell that you were getting near the, the, the end of the three months because there was these little sound bites these little potential, <laughs> potentially, <laughs> potentially it might not happen on June 18th. I just put, put, put that name out of the, out of the clouds or that date. Uh, it might, you know, it might not happen then. Yeah. And then you knew then that there was going to be another <laughs> statement coming up. Like it was just like reading a book. They were so predictable and they were just feeding, they were feeding all these conspiracy theorists. They were giving them ammunition, yeah, yeah. you know. Do you remember the voice message that was going around and it was like, um, Oh, I swear to God, um, I work in the army, yeah. and uh, there's loads of all the they're all getting everybody ready. There's gonna be tanks yeah, uh, yeah. on O'Connell Street, and you're gonna be forced into your gaff. If you leave the house, you will be shot on sight. Um, there was loads. Do you remember of them? them? And they were like really like whoever was making them was a really good actor because I believed <laughs> someone like you know I was like oh shit there was loads of them and then there was like hospital workers that you know they're burning bodies out <laughs> the back <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, like uh, how are you my name's Trish and um, my sister actually works in the Rotunda and in Bowmount as well my other sister works in Bowmount <laughs> and there's actually zombies in the basement now <laughs> uh, we've been told not to say anything but look it I have to speak out so yeah. if you could share this all around WhatsApp and uh, let people know that um, you should put wood on your windows because the zombies are coming for that's, you that's the thing though about technology it gives everyone a, a, a platform it yeah. gives absolutely everyone it's it's just like but, back in the 90s but, but you'd, you'd you like had fake news it's on the news yes. it's not coming from any Joe yeah. Soap now it's too so easy but you would like you would like to consider that you would like to think that the human race is able to think for itself and if people just looked after their, themselves and their and their closest to them what a better world this would be you sort of have to filter your own um problems out and what what information you let into your brain and then you sort of have to you'd like to think that people are intelligent enough to make it up for themselves no. do you know what i mean but, but you need to turn it into a profit for yourself yeah and we come up with this genius idea because remember the war of the worlds they played it in like the 70s i think it was and everyone yes. thought there was yeah. aliens yeah, yeah we need yeah. to come up with our own who was it was that, was that um who was that that done, done War of the Worlds? Oh, Orson Welles was it? Orson Welles, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be a big, I wouldn't be a big movie person, but obviously that's one of the the most iconic um, movies. Like everyone was like, yeah. lock yourselves in and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. like it seemed kind of similar though, similar vibes. So easy to manipulate a race, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Never mind just one person. It's so easy to um, convince a mob this theory is mm. right Sherlock didn't like Hitler do it in World War 2 mm. I don't want to go down a dark a darker tunnel no we can talk, go down well, any tunnel yeah. you want not um, only that did, did you ever see some of the social experiments where uh, they set up cameras in an office like in, in a waiting area and uh, basically they had four or five paid actors so anytime someone would walk in they'd all stand up yeah. and it'd be one person fresh in right so one person is not an actor. Mm -hmm. And then by the time the actors got seen, they were all unpaid people, random people. And every person that walked in, they'd stand up. And they weren't, they weren't told yes, to. Yes, they just seen yes. everyone else doing it. So it's just oh, like monkey yeah, see, yes, monkey yes, do. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I, I think though, as much as we, we give out about the, the government as well, <clears throat> I think everyone was, was really trying their fucking best. You know, 
in there to just make things work and you know when they're in their meetings everyone has a different opinion and and the way it's fundamentally run is it's 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 is is set up for failure in a way you know when there's 12 yeah. people in there and you know they're all from their different departments and everyone's saying i want the skills open and then mick says i want the fucking skills closed and then you know they have to kind of come to this weird convoluted agreement that doesn't really make sense in but, the end of these but the problem the problem with that is there's maybe too many cooks spoil the broth there's just too many people pulling no real strong figure male or female and it just that means that there's no there's no like too many people to blame you know like there's no um i'm stuck for the word it'll come to me um but anyway like when there's too many people it's too easy to pass the book oh that one said this that one said that so you need one figure to accountability that's the word it finally came to me yeah um there's no accountability um when it comes to that, there's too many people making up different answers and regulations and restrictions. But I feel like you could be you could be Jesus Christ himself and be voted as Taoiseach or Prime Minister, and at the end of the, or it, President of America, and it at the is end a of, poison. At chalice. the end of the day, you're going to be hated, and people are going to go, yeah. "What? A, what? A, you know?" Because every <laughs> ever since since I can remember, yeah. Every you are president right. of America has been oh, a shit president. Every Taoiseach of Ireland has been yeah. a shit Taoiseach. Oh, they did this. They had dodgy deals. It's yeah. like, you know... It, I, it, it I, is I, definitely a poison chalice. And I know that I rant about the government and, and whatnot. Remember, that's a, a lot of that is satirical with a, a message in it as well. I'm not stupid enough to think that... Oh, it's course, though. It's yeah, fun, though, right? It's yeah, fun. Exactly. You know? exactly. That's, that's but I do know that the world has to work from some government or some authority like it's I'm not anti-authoritarian but you just would love to see someone coming along with passion and compassion for the, yeah. the people yeah that would mean an awful difference like you're not going to you're not going to love every single rule that the government makes up because not every rule is going to suit you but if it's done for the goodness of the people you would you would you would take a lot if, and you would accept a lot if if you knew it was from a from the better best place, but some of these deals are done, and and I know for a fact that the Taoiseach probably isn't even running the country. You know, he's he has to answer to uh, corporations, multinationals. So the, it's it is a poison chalice, chalice. But you would love someone with strength and compassion um, to be leading leading the way, like you know. Would you ever consider? <laughs> I was about to ask. Uh, doing that because you seem to have a nice, and I think that's, you know, we talked about the wink and stuff and and, yeah. and the fun, but you seem to have a nice way of communicating, um, and, and I think that's why I, uh, those little mini clips are doing well because you can put things in a in a in a kind of poetic manner, which is you know, is is that what a leader is essentially? Is it, somebody it, who can it communicate? It is. It is, and. I would like to think that I would be able to pick the people around me that ha- would have the same sort of... And I have thought about it. Not that I'd ever be Taoiseach, but I, would la- I wouldn't mind in a few years' time getting into, into politics. And that, that, is, that is the truth. Uh, I'm enjoying my life too much at the minute <laughs> <laughs> and making too much fun of politicians. But um, <laughs> further down the line, and not too much further down the line, I would love... To give it a go, and that's that's a hundred percent. You'd have my vote. Thank, you, thank you. I'd have a lot of people's votes, <laughs> but the problem is, it has to be in your own constituency. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and therefore, you, you, do you ever hear the saying, "You'll never be a prophet in your own land"? Mm. So, Mayo is the hardest sell for gigs and whatnot. But look, you never know. Um, I might just have to move to Mayo, so yeah, or I might have to move up here one <laughs> or the other. <laughs> oh, that's class, man. Um, yeah, so uh, as, as well as that, like, just uh, we never really discuss politics on, no. on this podcast or politicians, yeah. but it's fun to kind of delve into it today. Yeah. Um, do you know what really pisses me off is when, you know, uh, they start like dragging up stories of like, you know, oh, this Taoiseach or this prime minister, <laughs> he had he had eight points when he was 19 and he got his arse out and went, wait. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It's like... 
what what do we expect nowadays from people are we all meant to be perfect angelic angelic saints who never had a night out or went crazy wasn't that one politician that had to say that they smoked the joint in college or something like that yeah everyone was like oh oh my god it's ridiculous and that 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 culture of you know blaming and oh, on your past and looking back on videos that you've done 20 years earlier mm. i mean you can't account for something that's going to happen in 20 years time it's ridiculous and I, that'd be fucking stamped out straight away but this is the whole cancel culture and how yeah. it's had to develop and over the last couple of years and mentally like because people react like oh my god you had a joint yeah like yeah. how dare you? Uh, and I uh, voted for you. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. But ridiculous. that's that's a narrative that's a pushed by the opposition or opposition people and using the media. The media will jump on absolutely anything, and and of course they'll they'll um, implode it that it gets bigger and bigger. And really, it's fucking nothing. Like you know, yeah. they make something of nothing. Yeah, it's like. Uh Look, I don't know anything about Boris Johnson or about English politics or, or even Irish, to be honest. Yeah. But the big deal over him having a couple of points. Now, I know why, you know, people got very annoyed because they, they were told not to. Yeah. Just like, just, but like, he just had a he had a point, a couple of points. Like, you know. A hundred percent. A lot of people have actually said, you know, why didn't I make fun? Like, why didn't I make skits of... Boris Johnson and all that sort of thing and I did it a few times in in the beginning of doing like uh, making fun of uh, Donald Trump or whatever like that but it's not relevant in in our you know it's not as relevant in Ireland as Irish politicians and Irish public figures and even though it might be funny I didn't know enough about it yeah so I wanted to be if if I'm doing you know I wanted to be factual as well or if it's not factual then it's blatantly not factual it's completely and you can tell that it's completely fucking made up altogether so I didn't want to start making making comments about the English governments because I didn't know enough yeah yeah. like it's not you know not my monkeys not my circus you know yeah yeah but um but it's fun to watch and kind of go what 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 what's happening with the world (laughs) you know like you know a hundred years ago they (laughs) you could do what you want if you were you know president or prime minister you were almost like a bit of a rock star yeah if you wanted to come after your meetings at home god knows what they were doing do you know what i mean (laughs) worse worse i'd say but definitely worse but that's not right either history history is is wrote by the winners you know and history will always be kind to the people that were at the top because that's just the way history is. It's I would all lo- throughout time yeah, as well. It's exactly. been like that. Not just in the last 100 years, but for the last um, 2,000 years. There's actually, more. there's an Egyptian, have you, do you know about this? There's an Egyptian painting uh, with obviously hieroglyphics on the wall, but it the caps um, a war that happened and it was totally fucking, like totally made up by, <laughs> like they, they actually lost the war and on this tapestry on the wall or wherever it is, they had that they won the war, yeah. but they actually got ran out of the whole place. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, but, uh, I was going to say paper doesn't refuse ink, but neither does a wall refuse whatever <laughs> hieroglyphics is. So, um, yeah, it's it's very easy to write down on paper your event, your your like your thoughts on what happened, but in reality, it's completely something different, something but different altogether. It's fun to it's fun to pick it apart though, and I do love your your observations on that and you know obviously a lot of people are connecting with it as well and feel the same and you're able to kind of in some ways be the voice of of what collectively yeah. a lot of people are thinking yeah but not like like what what it was thinking from from the clips as well is that you put you you portray it in a lens that we're all thinking but but you do it in a sense that okay that's what i was thinking but i didn't know how to comprehend everything all together and yeah. and to put word it together it. yes there's a f- there, there is a flow to them and s- like i said earlier sometimes that flow comes out in one take or it's getting there i'll work around it until the wording is all important one word uh, like just the right word at the right time can make all the difference to to the to the message and the video so You'll you'll eventually carve it out until it's bang. It's 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 there it goes. And like I said to you before we started recording, a lot of these are are uh, done in one take, 
and one hit because I don't know how to edit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's literally it's one take, bang them up, and it wor- and it works. Well, maybe that's a good thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe that yeah. was meant to be yeah. like that, and that's the the the, the route you found it, and yeah. and it works. And, well, it, you know? I think that that's the whole like for me. That's the whole thing as well. Is it's it's done in one take. It's not chopped. It's not cut. Yeah. It's you just flowing. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, like it does seem like it's just rolling off yeah like whether whether it is done in one take or not <laughs> it just seems that it just flows out of you and you it's but authentic. you want to do it as well you want to do it in, uh, as well as in a way that you're not angry if that makes sense even though what you're yeah, saying is angry if passive you're, if aggressive you, yeah a passive aggressive way because if you're shouting into into a camera and it's just like you're making it personal that can be f- like that can frighten people off as well so you need to, to as i said earlier too um, you need to say as much in as little as time as possible. You're, you're, it doesn't even come across of, as passive aggressive, in my yeah. opinion. Though it's almost like you're enjoying. Yes, it, yes, a cheeky yes, nod. He's yeah. enjoying yeah. the whole. It's like the whole. I bet you didn't think of it is this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that, is, that is true. Um, and I do enjoy it, um, especially when I have an idea in my head, or I might hear a, a funny line, and I'll build a whole video around that just that saying and I can't wait to work or carve out that video around that funny saying and a perfect example of that is the one of where I came up with um, uh, there's two bollocks in the green party and Eamon Ryan is both of them (laughs) (laughs) so what happened there was we were after doing a show in JJ Flannery's our first time we'd done JJ Flannery's in Limerick and we were invited to a a different pub Flannery's for breakfast the next day beautiful breakfast but there was so many characters in it so many owl fellas that were just character after character <laughs> and one one fella just stood out in particular he was the loudest of the group but he was brilliant and he was brilliantly funny and he was trying to get the barman's attention that he knew that he knew very well and he just looked at us and he says he said see John there there's two bollockses there's two bollockses in this pub and John is both of them. And I just thought, <laughs> I have to use that. And I told him, I said, that is beautiful and I'm going to use that. So and that's where that came from. And then, like, and then sometimes you just think of something really quick off the top of your own head. I use runs. I use a lot of runs to come up with uh, sayings. And then I'll go back and I'll construct a video around it. Nice. Um, at least you, you kind of said it to you, man. I'm going to use that. Because you don't hun- get a lot of that in Ireland. A hundred percent. Take your shit. I was like, go. I'm going to use that. He said, it's all yours. Because he was, he like, he was, he knew exactly all the videos he said, which, uh, which always makes my heart happy. Um, you helped us through lockdown. You got us through heart. Your humor got us through lockdown. And he was one of those guys that came over, and he was like, you know, the amount of joy that you brought in such a dark time. Um, you know, uh, it was just he, he just made him happy, and for me that w- made me happy. And look, I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I'm not like, and that's comedy. Comedy is completely subjective. What's funny to one person is not funny to another. Yeah. And you you'll get an awful lot of trolls. No matter the bigger you, your pages get or your the bigger your videos go, you're always going to get people that want to bring you down, no matter what. But you have to know your worth you have to know your worth and know what's funny and stay the positive side of it because some people's lives are so miserable that they just want to take project yeah exactly and blowing out someone else's candle won't make your own brighter that's one of my one of my favorite sayings i love that um and and it's so true isn't it this only happened today with you do you want to talk a little bit about that um so I'm doing a series called 32 Counties, 32 Questions. Now, there's not, nothing genius to this series. Okay. But it, but it's mine. I'm quite proud yeah, of it. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, where, you know, I go to a county mm-hmm. in Ireland. Uh, I, I, go, I, I plan on visiting every county in Ireland. I've done 10 or 12 now at this stage. And I've been doing it for... I've been doing it off my own back, you know, for mm-hmm. the last 15, 12 to 15 episodes. And I love doing it, so it's, it's no problem uh, for me to do that. But it can be difficult money-wise, you know what I mean? So uh, a couple of sponsors have, you know, reached out to kind of to sponsor the videos, which Excellent. is fucking fan- yeah. fantastic. And I'm delighted. And, you know, I've worked for, for, for years trying to 
get, make that happen, you know? Yeah. I'm not working to get the sponsors. I'm getting the sponsors so I can continue to do what I love, yeah. you know, which is this stuff and meeting people and yeah. talking to people and, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's just funny to see some people's perspective, you know, when somebody does well or when someone gets a, yeah. a little bit of a deal like and they don't like it yeah. like uh, so i posted the so the recent video i did is uh it's, it's called what's lovely about leitrim it's just me okay. on the street asking people what's lovely about leitrim yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and and they bring the content not me they bring the the, the humor you know i'm just the, the conduit yeah of it uh and in the middle of it, there's there's plonked an advert for, for Surfshark VPN who are, yes. who, who uh, decided to sponsor that episode. Brilliant. Um, but you just see the comment section like, yeah, uh, it would have been a good video, but Jamie J Carr fucking ruined it with that ad for Surfshark in the middle of it. Oh and I'm just God. like, have you seen anything ever, <laughs> man? Yeah. Have you watched television? Your th- this very site you're commenting on has ads on it right now. Yeah. It's like, am I? You know, there's an. It's so. It's just. It's a terrible thing, and it is an Irish thing. Yes, begrudging. People hate, and that's why I haven't monetized any of the videos on any of the platforms. The only one we've monetized is YouTube because it's it's a longer platform, and you know, it's it's our smallest platform, but. Um, and I didn't even want to do that, but the boys were like, "No, we have to monetize Why? one of the pages," because that exact reason. I I I'll make my few pound off the live shows, because I know, for a fact, that if they get monetized <laughs> or adverts, it that's exactly what you get. So there's no fucking point for the few pound that you'll make. I have one video, I have one video that has thirty million views. What? Thirty million views on on one platform alone on Facebook it is it is a short clip. It's just me drinking a pint, and you and you're, it's a TikTok video actually that I just yeah, put onto Facebook. Yeah. And not no never monetized any of them because there's no fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like, that yeah. is that's not right though. No, yeah, the it Irish is not right. Are green in more than just the land. They're, like they're yeah. green and, yeah. and envy. Yeah. It's, a, it's a small minority, but it's a loud minority. Yeah, yeah, see? and that's the problem. But or, that's or, the or, thing. Or, you'd bring you'd bring so much joy to people yeah. by saying a hundred million things, yeah. and then you'd say one bad thing, yeah. and it's like cancel, yeah. cancel that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's like uh, it's like it's like I liked these videos until you start making money off them. Yes. What the, yeah, what the fuck? That is it. Like, what the hell? Like, Sorry for uh, <laughs> making you miss 30 <laughs> seconds of your life there, yeah, pal. Yeah, Hold exactly. on. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, what's his fucking name? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm so sorry. Nick, I, I'll stop doing it. I'll stop taking uh, money so I can feed me kids. And it's uh, it's not like you're making millions. No, <laughs> I wish. Look, at the, look at the place I'm living in. Ex- well, look, it looks great it on goes, camera, but goes, out there it doesn't. It goes back into... It goes back back into making the content like you're, you're exactly. not yeah exactly so you can do more exactly and make more and yeah. grow and be, be yeah. you some, know be some better people don't see that though they no, just look at it he shows up to the camera he talks he's pressing record on his phone they just drag themselves to There's the lawyer so show much work, and everything so much is set up for them yeah. you know like you're it's not like that but all you have to do is this look and tap past past yeah. it if you want yeah yeah. Now, don't you know? Uh, <laughs> LiquidMarketplace.io are fantastic, and you can um, you can invest in, in Liquid Marketplace right now if you want, or, or you know, own one of the rarest collectibles in the world. Check it out, LiquidMarketplace.io. Right. You know, it's very good. Do you okay. like Pokemon? No. Okay. Well, it's not for you then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually have more cards than Pokemon. Yeah. Do you like sports? I was never into. I was never into. Like, I never played computer games. Never was into any of them fads. Get, leave me out let me do a bit of work a bit of football I like running now that was it nice. never into computers never watched many movies um, which French Toast and or Pete always like slaps me on the wrist of, over he'll be quoting m- movies and I'd be like nah never watched it <laughs> <laughs> have you seen but, Titanic I, d- I did see Titanic okay. actually because I went to the cinema to see it that's the there only was enough reason. room on that fucking board for both of them <laughs> <laughs> and she just let them go you're right and that's that's, that's, all, that's the you. only movie you, you've need, you needed to ever see so okay. you know well, me and Jamie yeah. watch it after every yeah. podcast we, we hug each Religiously. other and cry yeah, yeah it's just very a good. little very good. thing there's we nothing, have there's nothing wrong with, with, with a bit of male you know um, emotional 
crying or abandoned says but did you say bondage uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 whatever you're into lads <laughs> right that's me done <laughs> i think it, it literally is though because i know you have to you have to scoot on to another another uh podcast now you're doing um, look, look at you doing fantastic yeah cheers is there cheers, anywhere cheers, that you you would like to to draft people from here yes like, um like any just come to the live shows come to the live shows and it's not for the faint of heart and if you like some of the videos you will love the live shows and you'll find the videos on tiktok instagram facebook and twitter we're new on twitter as well and but after that my beg you well i won't beg you i won't beg anyone to do anything but i'd appeal to you to come to the to a live show and it will blow your will blow your mind there you have it could, could you do a little um a little spiel the way you do it on the videos uh describing the one leg one eye podcast in your experience <laughs> uh, and, and telling people to subscribe at the end and you you know you could put the wink where whenever you want uh or or is that is that a thing i don't know. I, well, I, I, oh, geez, I don't know if i get on the spot what is it one eyed one, one legged leg, or one legged one eyed one leg and one eye one leg and one eye check these boys out you won't regret it. And until the next time that they're on, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay away from yourselves. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. There you go, lads. <laughs> Thanks very much, uh, Legend. Best of luck with the show tonight. Cheers. One, cheers, One Jim. final leaving oh, question. Oh, yes. Um, bonus so question. Bonus question. I have a lad that walks with me. And okay. he, he's crazy about the tree books and Excellent. the hardy books. Got and he was taste. wondering... Was there ever any offers of more seasons? Or we wait wait for this. We were given money, myself and French Touch. We were funded by an American dude called Alex, an absolute gentleman, and so was Martin Maloney. So the three of us were working on a new series, and he had a million pound or euro to or dollars Jesus. to put in. And fuck me, the the market crashed, and he got a fucking lot of it. Now we got paid for the scripts, and that was great, and we were very grateful. But we would have rathered, um, we would have rathered actually do do the film as well. And he was wow. going to fund that as well, and and that was, but it's still on the cards. The scripts are there. the The thing is, we're not getting any younger, so we might actually have to just direct it if that makes sense, oh. because we don't want to be like we can't do the Hardy Bucks characters like we did. 10 years ago or, or whatever you know there's a there is a time limit to what we're doing but we will definitely be making more series they might not be called the hardy bucks because there's a couple of people that own the rights and they don't want nothing to do with it some of them are past characters i'm not going to name any names but i'm sure you'll be able to figure it out um but uh yeah so it might not happen as the hardy bucks but it will happen at some point at some name through, right. a di- through a different lens. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Exactly, but the same humour. There you go, Jer. <laughs> there you go, Jer. That's brilliant. <laughs> and if you need any extras or, you know, featured extras, like a one-leg and a one-eyed we'll person... Um, <coughs> we'll make it happen. You know, we'll, we'll make it happen. Here. So, Definitely. Thanks very much for coming on. Yeah, uh, cheers, Les. Thanks I really for appreciate me. it. Um, I know we had a bit of audio difficulties today, so thanks for your patience. And no uh, we'll definitely get you on again uh, and see how you're getting on. Cheers, Jamie. Yeah. Thanks very much. Cheers, man. Cheers, guys. That was cool. That was quite a relaxed morning one, wasn't it, Richie? Yeah, we went, we went political without going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.